with two big Senate runoffs approaching in Georgia, we want to make sure that we give you guys a chance to hear directly from the candidates themselves. And it's important for voters to know exactly who they are and what they stand for. So please welcome to the show, Democratic Senate candidate, Reverend Raphael Warnock. Welcome to the show. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be here with you. Reverend Warnock, let's just start right here. We're in the middle of a pandemic and, you know, people are unemployed. Some can't pay rent. What's your plan of action? You know, you're right. There's a lot of pain out there. And I see it firsthand as a pastor, people in my own congregation and in my community. People need relief from this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we haven't seen anything coming out of the Congress in several months. And, you know, this is the thing that turns so many people off from politics because they're up there playing political games. But there's a real human cost to this. People are unemployed. Some have lost livelihoods. Others have lost loved ones. Our small businesses are shuttering. And even when we saw a stimulus package back in the spring, you know, we were disheartened to see large corporate interests like Shake Shack and Mm -hmm. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse, L.A. Lakers at the front of the line, small businesses in our neighborhoods in Georgia and all across the country at the back of the line. We need representation in Washington that centers the concerns of ordinary people. And as soon as I get to D.C. uh, in January, uh, I'm going to be very focused on getting people the relief they need. I know where people's primary concerns should be, but for those who may allow their attention to be diverted, would you like to clarify some of the smear ads slash tactics that have been levied against you? It's been, you know, sometimes people don't dig deep enough for the truth. Would you like to just clear some of that up right now for our listeners? Sure. I mean, they're saying so much nonsense. Uh, I know <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I was know like, where to, <laughs> it's difficult to know where to start. One thing and, for and me, can, uh-huh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, I think for me, one of the most um, absurd things that I heard was, you know, the way that they were trying to twist your words about the military, that you can't be yeah. in the military and serve God at the same time. There's been so much defund the police. You, you, they're saying that you say that police officers are gangsters and thugs. What's been the most absurd thing that you've heard? It's all absurd. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's important, and, and we can talk about this, but, you know, you, you ought to ask yourself why they're doing it. Yeah. Because that's the issue. Look, I'm the pastor of Ebenezer Baptist Church, spiritual home of Martin Luther King Jr. Mm-hmm. and John Lewis. You don't have to look far to see who my influencers have been and who I have tried to model my life according to. We've got great heroes right here in Georgia, right here in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, it's quite unfortunate that in politics, nothing is sacred, apparently not even the scripture. Because Kelly Leffler knows that what she's saying about what I was preaching that morning is false. Mm -hmm. She knows it's not true. Mm -hmm. It's a basic spiritual message that anybody who spent 15 minutes in church knows. The text out of Matthew says you can't serve God and mammon, that God and God alone is first. That's something that any person of faith would say, regardless of their political stripes. It's that basic. That's what the sermon was about. God is first. Which, by the way, the text says you can't serve God and mammon, which means you shouldn't make money your God. Mm -hmm. Senator Senator Leffler should have listened to the lesson, because had she listened to that spiritual lesson— 
perhaps she would not have been so focused on profiting from the pandemic <laughs> uh, <laughs> that she would have been able to take care of her constituents here in the state of Georgia. She should listen to the lesson rather than trying to distort my words lying on me and Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, right. quite, it's, <laughs> quite, it's quite unfortunate. Listen, my, my church is filled with, with veterans. When Senator Johnny Isaacson, Republican with whom I'm friendly, got ready to say farewell to the people of Georgia, at my invitation, he came to Ebenezer. Yeah. And that Sunday, he dropped a check to support our veterans program. Now, why would he think that I would support veterans? It's because what they're saying is absurd. It's ridiculous. But the question you ought to ask yourself is why is Mm -hmm. she doing this? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is to distract from her record. She's been there 10 months and she wasted no time helping us to understand why she wanted that seat in the first place. Senators knew about this coronavirus pandemic before any of us. She hadn't sold any stock in three weeks. But the day she received that briefing, all of a sudden, we see these stock trades in her portfolio. She doesn't want you to talk about the fact that she's the wealthiest member of Congress. And when it came time to give ordinary people $600 of extra support through unemployment insurance, Mm -hmm. she thought that was too much. She said it would disincentivize people from working. Where do people get this kind of patronizing view of working people? So there is definitely a lot on the line with these two runoffs. Control of the Senate is up for grabs. Are you concerned at all about any type of interference? Yeah, so listen, the best thing that we can do Mm -hmm. is to mobilize voters. If you're worried about voter suppression, vote. Yeah. Vote. That's the answer. Mm -hmm. Yes, voter suppression is real, and Georgia is very good at it. But we've already seen, as recently as November 3rd, that when we stand up, Mm-hmm. We can push back against voter suppression and win anyhow. That's how Joe That's Biden right. won. We didn't win by we didn't win by not showing up. Yeah. We won by showing up. So I need everybody listening to me to recognize that if you voted for me on November third, great. But it doesn't matter if you don't come back again and do it again. If you didn't vote on November third, good news, you got one more time to mm-hmm. get it right. And you can participate in perhaps the most consequential senatorial election that we've seen in a generation. You don't wait until election day to vote when you (laughs) got a socially distance, Mm -hmm. the lines may be long. You vote now. You vote by mail, vote in person early, and this is how we win. He is Democratic Senate candidate Reverend Raphael Warnock. Thank you so much for calling in today. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Great to be with you.